The thing this psalm offers us is a capacity to navigate fear, which is inevitable. This is Chapter, Verse, and Season, a lectionary podcast from Yale Bible Study. Join us each week as two Yale Divinity School professors look at an upcoming text from the Revised Common Lectionary. This episode, we welcome to the podcast Joanne Jennings, Director of Black Church Studies, and she's talking to Bill Gettler, Associate Dean for Ministerial and Social Leadership and Lecturer in Parish Leadership and Church Administration. They're discussing Psalm 27, verses 1 and verses 4 through 9 which is appointed for the third Sunday after the Epiphany in year A. Here's the text. Psalm 27, verse 1 and verses 4 through 9. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing I asked of the Lord, this I seek to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the rock of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Now my head is lifted up above my enemies all around me, and I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud, be gracious to me and answer me. Come, my heart says, seek his face. Your face, Lord, do I seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger, you who have been my help. Do not cast me off, do not forsake me, O God of my salvation. So it strikes me that this Psalm 27 is for a people who are in the midst of a time of fear, who are feeling uncertain. I suppose that that works for this season in our lives, doesn't it? I agree. In fact, fear is such a, a natural emotion. I don't think any of us can ever avoid fear. And whether they're real or imagined, fear is something that's with us always will be with us. It's part of our human condition. The thing this psalm offers us is a capacity to navigate fear, which is inevitable. What to do when the going gets tough, who to turn to, what to do with those deepest anxieties. I find simply saying a psalm like this, reading it, Mm-hmm. is a bomb. Like the 23rd, this 27th Psalm has that kind of power. That line in the first verse, the Lord is the stronghold of my life, of whom shall I be afraid? Such power in that. It's interesting that you pick up that particular verse because I think that's the verse that stuck with me first when I read this Psalm, again, most recently. And the picture of what it does it mean to have a refuge, a stronghold, a safe place a place where you can feel hidden and protected. I think that's a wonderful picture that we're given here about who God can be for us. So that even when we are afraid, it's not up to us to cultivate safety. That safety is ours because God is already a stronghold. In exhausting times, God is here for us. So we've just lived through or are living through this this time of, of COVID among other 
pandemics in our midst. And I think we're more aware than perhaps we've been about our own places of need, about, our, about the times when our own strength is not enough. Mm-hmm. It certainly has ex- exploded the myths we have carried that we have what we need because we don't. And so certainly this season has reminded us that while we don't have in our own selves what we need, God is there for us to sustain us, to protect us, to be for us this very stronghold, this place of refuge that we are in need of. And I think that's true not just about external fears, but fears that are internal. You know, the, some, some of them imagined fears even that give us the capacity and the courage to know that even when our fears are not rooted in things that are real, the fact that God still is a stronghold for us is not negated by the fact that, well, you shouldn't really be afraid of that. But the fact that I am doesn't negate the fact that there is still a stronghold for me when my fears are more imagined than they are rooted in reality. Sometimes the Sometimes the telling of faith suggests that we, we shouldn't have fear, that, that it, is, it is not a faithful thing to feel afraid. And this psalm doesn't say that, does it? No, it does it, not. It does not deny the, the real or imagined places of doubt and hopelessness and despair that we can fall into. Instead, it, it suggests some tools. It suggests some ways of engaging engaging that time of struggle, that God will offer us shelter, that God will invite us into a tent, and perhaps give us cause to sing a song and make melody to the Mm -hmm. Lord. Indeed, I think that, you know, faith does live in the midst of fear. I used to offer this picture to folk that it's good if you can look at your fear and say, oh, it's you again. Let's go together toward this thing so that fear doesn't become an enemy in that way, but a recognition that, oh, it's you. Okay, I can still move forward toward that thing that I feel God is calling me to, even though you're coming along. But when I tell you, let's go, I recognize that you are not in charge. Oh, that's really powerful. You're not in charge. Yeah. You're just coming along with me. I've invited you to come. I'm not going to ignore you or pretend I'm not afraid. Come along. And I can do that because I'm rooted and anchored in the, in the sense that there is with me this refuge. It's so interesting that this ancient psalm speaks to exactly that same human emotion. Mm-hmm. That it has for such a long time been a part of the human experience. It's not a... It's not a thing of this generation or the last only. It, it has maybe forever been part of the human story yes, of I, what it means to be human. I, I, think it's, I think that's very true. And I think if we can own that, then there is comfort in living into that part of our humanity. Because surely God doesn't invite us to ignore our humanity and all its aspects. And part of that is that we are people who are afraid. It does not suggest, this psalm does not suggest that that fear is related to sinfulness. No. It does not say it's a part of our brokenness. It, it says it's, it acknowledges that it's simply a part of our being. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, when we think of, of corrective measures, it's because we've gotten something wrong. 
and in fact, this is, this one seems to be speaking simply to the way we are as as people. What, and what a gift! <laughs> what a gift to hear a message that says to you, while you are afraid, it doesn't make you faithless. Yeah. How reassuring is that to have that sort of balm flow over you, not faithless because you are afraid. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Professor Jennings and Dean Gettler, for your insight on Psalm 27. For more Bible study resources, check out YaleBibleStudy.org. Videos, study guides, discussion questions, it's all free. That's YaleBibleStudy.org. Chapter, Verse, and Season is a production of the Center for Continuing Education at Yale Divinity School. It's produced by creator and managing editor Joel Baden, production manager Kelly Morrissey, associate producer Aidan Stoddart, and I'm your host and executive producer, Helena Martin. Mixing on today's episode and our theme music are by Calvin Linderman. We'll be back with another conversation from Chapter, Verse, and Season. Season.